everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just want to remind you all that Katsukurani Chats is now on YouTube. So go over to YouTube and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. I will try to update every episode as soon as they come out on the podcast feed, but for those who have requested the show on YouTube, then every episode is up there on YouTube. And now I'm going to remind you all about my Patreon page. So patreon.com slash Chats is where you can go and support the show on Patreon. I have three tiers you can sign up for. The Ronian tier is $1, the Sid tier is $5, and the familiar tier is $10. You can get special perks by being a Patreon member, including the show coming out early, suggesting episode ideas to me, or even appearing on the show as a guest, and many more things coming out on Patreon. So if you want to become a Patreon member and support the show, go to patreon.com slash Chats. I now have three Patreon members who are supporting my shows right now. I'm going to butcher your names, I know that. So when I read your names, please tell me how to pronounce them correctly later on, which are Underrated Hero, Nate Navadid, and Omid Aramesh... A ram mesh. I just know them as other right hero, Nate and Omid, of course. So thank you guys so much for supporting Casagrande Chats on Patreon. And remember, it's patreon.com slash Chats. Now let's get on to the show. And welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spinoff series, The Casa Grandes, and I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 16 of Casa Grande Chats. We're doing another Casa mini so today. Woo! And today's going to be a very special one, just like the one I did a, a long time ago for Rodikin. This time I'm doing a Casa mini so called Roddy Ann and her impact on the Casa Grandes. So there has been some kind of... I would say a little bit of backlash lately when it comes to Ronnie and on a certain somebody uh, doing a certain video on a certain topic that I don't want to discuss here. I don't have any bad feelings towards this per- said person or their video or who- or whatever. Like, you know, you know who I'm talking about. But it gave me a good idea for an episode of the show. Talking about my favorite character, Ronnie and Santiago for the Casagrandes. And why her character has developed throughout the show and series. Because some people still don't know why Ronnie Ann has had a lot of character development. Nor do they really know why I say Ronnie has a lot of character development. And, uh, so I'm going to put my professor cap on today. And educate you kids on why Ronnie Ann has some of the best character development in the Loud House and Casa Grandes. No bias here, I'm telling you that. <laughs> no, it's going to be all bias. But I'm just kidding. Well, I'd say that Ronnie Ann is one of the most developed characters in the Loud House universe. Mainly because she's... Because mainly because she's gone from side character to main character. And that, but that development didn't just go from here to there, you know, it didn't start out, like, it didn't go by fast, you know, it had to, we've had some build-up. So we're going to talk a lot about, so we're going to talk about some episodes of The Loud House and the Castagrandes as to why Roddy Ann has had a lot of character development and why these episodes impact her character and, you know, affect her character for, I say, the better, obviously, in the Castagrandes and why Roddy and Santiago is one of the most developed characters in The Loud House franchise. So to talk about Roddy and Santiago's character development, we have to go way back. We have to go back to season one of The Loud House, where she was first introduced in the ep- 
episode heavy metal. Now, I'm probably not going to go into full detail with most of this stuff, mainly the episodes I've talked about because I most of Ronnie's character development or her growth as a character mainly is evolved around Lincoln first in like some of the episodes of the main show first before we jump over to her being a main character. So it's going to be kind of a rehash of the Ronnie kid episode I did. So because I go into full detail about their character development as a relationship, but here Ronnie has a lot of development when it comes to becoming Lincoln's friend later on down the line. So we'll talk about the first episode, which is Heavy Metal, which is her introduction episode. I said, yeah, of course, it is her first introduction episode, but her true introduction, I say, is on until save the date. And no, I'm not going to ignore anything that happened with her in terms of her starting out as a character. I won't ignore anything that she's done in the past because I will admit that, yes, Heavy Metal was not the best introduction for Roddy Ann, you know, that I will agree on that. I don't think it was the best introduction for her. But really, we didn't see her in this episode. She was just name-dropped and we barely saw her until the end where, you know, she kind of, you know, she gave Lincoln that black eye by trying to kiss her, you know, because he thought that, you know, because she was picking on him, that means she liked him. And we all can, you know, assume that or make assumptions about that when it comes to now. Like, I talked about that in the Roddy Kid episode where I said, you know, like, I think that Ronnie did have a crush on Lincoln, but it was more like a platonic crush where... Again, I have no idea how Lincoln and Ronnie and met. I've had so many headcans when it comes to this. My personal headcanon right now is that Ronnie and, of course, was a kid in Lincoln's class. You know, in Shell Shock, we see that he's in his, we see that she's in his class, but we never really saw her in school much in season one. So, and she really didn't know Lincoln. Like she saw him in the hallway, but she barely saw him. Like she was just kind of like, oh, that white-haired kid again. But maybe you know she had some interest in him. It's like, oh, that cute boy with the cute hair and the eyes and that smile Ugh. like why am I thinking this way about him like why do I think he's cute and stuff and I want to get his attention but I can't and the only way she thought she could get his attention by was pulling pranks on him but then eventually kind of turned into picking on him which was not really the best way to get his attention you know so yeah in this episode she is applied as a bully and yeah it is not the best setup for her as a character you know eventually she becomes such an important character in the show with her starting out as a bully and a bully that likes Lincoln but eventually we kind of find out she likes him sort of because she does apologize by giving him the stake for his eye and the note saying I'm sorry Lamo he's my number text me like she was pretty bold on that she was just like you know I'm sorry about you know doing that just text me <laughs> even off screen you know we, we kind of saw that she has this you know kind of like you know, sort of passive-aggressive personality where she's kind of like on and off sort of thing where it's like, you know, maybe she does kind of like Lincoln. We don't know. We can, we can just assume that. But again, having an on, on having an off-screen introduction really wasn't the best thing for her introduction, you know? Like, I definitely agree on that in her becoming a bully. Like, her starting out as a bully wasn't really the best thing for her. But let's move on to the episode Save the Date where we get her first actual physical appearance in the show, which I think is still her true introduction to the show versus being off screen and introduced in that way to heavy metal. So Ronnie is, is introduced in the, uh, so Ronnie's first true introduction to the show is Save the Date, where Lincoln is being teased by all these kids saying that's, that their boyfriend and girlfriend, she de he denies that by saying, oh, Ronnie is rude and gross and, to rude and, gross and totally annoying. 
but we never really like see her be rude, gross, or totally annoying. Well, I mean, I guess he could probably we could probably assume that from like her throwing garbage on, uh, like throwing garbage at him and having metal being kind of gross. But she, I don't, I mean, I guess rude too by teasing him. But you know, she did stuff a sandwich down his pants, so I guess that's kind of being rude. But annoying, yeah, I guess that too. You know, so like Lincoln had this assumption about Rodian based on her actions in school, and it isn't until Rodian actually starts crying after she hears all the stuff that Lincoln said about her, which makes it kind of interesting seeing that, you know, Rodian may be this kind of mean kid, but she also has a heart, you know, she can also get emotional over hearing other kids, you know, treating her badly, and you know, like, again, like, yeah, Rodian was picking on Lincoln, because again, he didn't really know much about her, and she didn't really know him, they weren't, they were friends at all, and it's until, you know, Lori sets them up on the date, where it, at the restaurant, Lincoln and Rodian start to bond, they start to tease Lori and Bobby being, you know, cutesy and adorable together, but they start bonding, and they both apologize for what they said and what they did to each other, because Rodian's even like, I'm sorry that I stuffed the sandwich down your pants, she apologized, so yeah, they both got along really well, and again, it just shows that that, you know, Rodian isn't the, that type of person that she was in school. Like, she has this tough demeanor, but deep down, she's actually a really nice person, and she actually got along well with Lincoln. And it is until Lincoln's friends show up again, and, you know, and start to, you know, like, make fun of him again for being with Roddy, and he has to say that to kind of stand up for himself. But in reality, he didn't want to say that because he was having so much fun with Roddy, and he was spending time with her, and, of course, he apologized by kissing her in front of everybody. And then at the end of the episode, you know, you see that Ronnie actually slaps him in front of his friends to stand up for him. She actually stood up for Lincoln, you know, she actually, like, when she gave him the note and was like, hope that stopped the teasing, you know, with the ice, you know, she didn't want to do that. Like, she, when you see her trying to slap Lincoln, you see her close her eyes, like, she, she's, it's like the saying where it's like, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you kind of thing. So I think Ronnie didn't want to do that, but it was more just a fake breakup to, you know, defend him from these kids who are still teasing about, um, who are still teasing, uh, her and Lincoln about being together. Again, it shows that Ronnie Ann is still a good person, you know, like, she actually, again, was bonding with Lincoln in the episode, and this is the first episode I watched of the show, obviously, that's how I got into the show, I said a million times, but yeah, Safety Date was the first episode I watched of the show, and I was so interested in this idea of Lincoln, the main character Lincoln like, having a crush or a girlfriend or who a love interest or whoever Ronnie was going to end up being. But then I saw the kiss of like, oh, I'm interested in this now. <laughs> but even I was interested in Ronnie as a character because like, oh, she's kind of teasy Lincoln that we, I mean, she kind I guess she kind of like, she kind she kind of likes him. And like, yeah, I, I'm sure that she really does like him and stay to date and they both bond, which is so sweet. Then him apologizing to her at the end and then she was standing up for him at the end of the episode shows that she has some signs of caring about him. It's a little bit of character growth from her there is where yeah like even though she still had this tough demeanor during the beginning of season one she still stood up for Lincoln because well he started to actually show that he does care about her so that's a little bit uh, that's a bit of a starting point for her character development then I'm gonna breeze through Dance Dance and April Fool's Rules. Dance Dance was the episode after Save the Date where Lincoln was trying to avoid Ronnie and to like, he thought that Ronnie was gonna ask him to the dance, but of course she was gonna ask him to the arcade. And you see in this episode, even though I said that April Fool's Rules came out first, I mentioned that episode first, I'm gonna just do Dance Dance for now. Um, that episode, um, and you see that, um, 
And you see that Ronnie Ann, you know, wants to spend time with Lincoln, you know? Like, even though, you know, he thought that she was going to ask him to the dance, she still asked him out. <laughs> she still asked him to go to the arcade. Like, it, it, that means she really does want to spend time with him. Rusty asked him, wait, I thought you liked Ronnie Ann. And Lincoln's like, I do, but, like, talked about the arcade. Again, like, that was Lincoln's side where he was showing that he actually start, started to develop feelings for Ronnie Ann. And Ronnie Ann, at the end of the episode, is actually trying to show that she wants to spend time with Lincoln. She wants to hang out with him. She was just kind of like, oh, ask you to the dance? Oh, please. Like, ask you to a silly dance? Like, why would I do that? No, I'm just going to ask you to the arcade. Like, she was a little upset at him for kind of, you know, like, you know, avoiding her the whole episode. But she understood because she was like, if you would ask me to the dance, I would, I would have ducked too. <laughs> it's like they have an understanding between each other. Like, yeah, they, they both would have, like, avoided each other. They both asked each other to a dance. So... Will we ever see, like, a formal Roddy can dance? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, and then April Fool's Rules, where Roddy makes a cameo in the episode. Um, there is a part in the episode where Lincoln says when he gets a text from Roddy Ann, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna come over tomorrow with a present. Lincoln is kind of, like, a little bit scared because she's like, oh, if she gets hit by the price, she's gonna pulverize me. And it's like... Ugh. <laughs> it's hard with, with that assumption because again Lincoln still has this um you know assumption about Ronnie and still kind of being tough and I don't know like it was hard it's hard to think about when that episode takes place I still say April Fool's Rules is before is after Save the Day like in that timeline between like that and Dance Dance and so forth like it's kind of like ooh like maybe you know but again like if she does get pranked you know herself and like, she comes over and gets hit with the pranks she I guess she would I guess I would be upset too you know but at the end of the episode you know she does come over and Lance the one that invited her over but then you see that like Ronnie is gonna hit Lincoln with the pie but she doesn't. She hits Wham with the pie, and Lincoln's like, why'd you do that? And Ronnie is like, you took all those pranks for me. It's the least I could do. She stood up for Lincoln. Again, she stood up for him. Like, it saved the date. She actually showed that she has a heart and actually does care about Lincoln. You know, she, even though she would never admit it in season one, she was like, yeah, I, ki I kind of really do care about you because we're becoming, like, we're sort of becoming friends now. You know, she could have hit him in the face with that pie, but no, she hit Wham in the face with a pie. And we don't really know whether uh, Wand, you know, invited Ronnie in over was a plan to set Lincoln and Ronnie up on that date. I still think that's the reason. <laughs> but no, like, it could be that, like, maybe Ronnie did want to go with it. I don't know. But, like, she had a change of heart at the end of the episode and stood up for Lincoln. Because, again, like, she stood up for him. She's like, yeah, I hit Wham with the pie. It's like, you you took all those pranks for me? Like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll stand up for you. Let's go get a milkshake. Like, yeah, that was so nice of her to do that, you know? I remember, like, thinking, like, oh my god, is Ronnie gonna be in this episode? She actually appears, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so again, like, her little character development there where she actually was standing up for Lincoln. And then, uh, you know, one of the boys, Lincoln does mention that he was going to go hang out with Ronnie, and she doesn't appear in that episode, but again, you see that their character development as a relationship, where they're actually going to hang out, where they're going to hang out together off screen. Then let's jump over to season two. So again, like I said in the Rodkin episode, Ronnie does not appear again until the episode Shell Shock. And Shell Shock, to me, is the true starting point of the Ronnie relationship and development when it comes to both Lincoln and Ronnie and mostly Lincoln Lincoln because again the show the the main show was focused on him and his perspective a lot during the main show so it's mostly on him we learned a lot more about Ronnie in this episode than we did in previous episodes so in Shell Shock we do see that Ronnie and still 
kind of acting like the way she didn't save the day. You know, she's stuffing the sandwich down like his pants. She's pushing him and Clyde into the, the lockers. Even hitting Rusty with the volleyball. Like, she's, like, still acting this way. And, you know, there's no continuity in the Loud House, but I still say that Save the Date, save the date takes place Again, in that timeline between Dance Dance and April Fool's Rules, and then Shell Shock comes right after. So that's why I say with that, since Rodian's still acting this way, you know, in school. And, you know, she gets partnered up with Lincoln, and Lincoln's like, I don't want to partner up with Rodian. You know, she's well Rodian, and she's not very nurturing and caring. So again, he has this assumption about her. He wants to avoid her the whole episode to not break the egg. But then eventually he does go over to her house and sees that Rodian is actually really caring towards her family. This is the first time we ever see that Ro we ever see Ronnie and Bobby like ever interact where like and Bobby and Ronnie are being so adorable around each other like Ronnie was like doing his laundry for him helping him make sure he goes to the right job at the right time getting the splinter out of his finger like she's so supportive of Bobby and cares about her brother and then seeing how like she has a loving relationship with her mother and everything like she has such a great relationship with her parents and to see that she is a caring person like she isn't like this person in school at all she really is a sweet and caring person and she always has been but we really didn't see that much of that softer side till later on and Lincoln finally had to realize that he had to stop avoiding Ronnie and, and actually you know give her a chance because at the end of the episode he goes to Mrs. Johnson and is like you know you should give her a second chance and that's what he learned too and then he apologized to Ronnie and she was like I really appreciate that and goes to make him waffles you know it just it really shows a great you know, relationship development for them but again mostly seeing now for Rodian that she is a sweet and caring person and loves her family even though she kind of acted this weird way in school versus with, with her family because again like I always assumed that the why the reason she acted that way in school was because of anger towards her father being gone I always assumed all of her anger had to be with her father because like even Operation Dad confirmed that in one scene I'll talk about that later but seeing again that Rodian has this great relationship with her mother and her brother especially her brother because you know her brother is never really around much with working so many jobs during that time and having a relationship with Lori then her mom working double shifts you know that's also the other thing she never really saw Bobby and Maria much you know because yeah, Maria worked double shifts and Bobby worked multiple jobs it was always with Lori season one you you think you would know why Ronnie is a little bit ticked off and would put take her anger out on others because she's basically alone most of her time even relative chaos confirms that where Maria's like, I don't want you guys to be alone anymore. And Rodney's like, oh, I'm fine with being alone. I'm just going to practice my skateboarding skills in the house. But again, like, probably deep down inside, she didn't want to be alone. You know, she didn't have any friends. Like, Lincoln was her friend, but during this time, he was avoiding her. So really, he wasn't, he wasn't really her friend. But then during the end of the episode of Shell Shock, where he apologizes to her and they make up, now he's actually her friend now. Now they actually can be friends. Because when we continue that into Relative Chaos, you see that Lincoln and Rodney are starting to become buddies. Where they're like, you know, smell you later, not if I smell you first. Like, you see that they're actually buddies now. It's great. Like, they're actually really just close with each other. It's wonderful. But in Relative Chaos, you know, they do talk, like, Maria does say that she wants Bobby and Rodney to move to the city. Because she's tired of them being alone all the time. And Rodney Ann, of course, being her stubborn self in this episode, does not want to move. She prefers being alone. She prefers not being with a big family. And this, with Relative Chaos, continues all of her character development when it comes to her family. Like, there's a lot of character development when it comes with her Lincoln. But now we get to the more important stuff 
versus Roddy Kid, which is talking about her family development. So Relative Chaos, you know, she really did not want to move, even though, like, you know, she'd have a great life here, start all over, have a loving family that cares about her and not be alone anymore, and not have to worry about Bobby and Maria coming home late. She would have a great place to stay with a wonderful, loving family, but she's just so stubborn and annoyed that, like, she gets Lori and Lincoln to come to the city to, just, to like, you know, stop them from moving, you know, and I mean, you know, even though Lincoln was dragged to come <laughs> from Lori, but they still come, like, Lori's there to, you know, distract Bobby, to tell him not to move, you know, from Ronnie Ed, but Ronnie Ed's like, I don't want to move, I like my life back at home, you know, and she's like, I love my family, I really do, but I just want my own space, I want to be alone, but then eventually she sees that the family gives her her own space, gives her a closet, you know, gives her a closet room like Lincoln. <laughs> Some connection between those two. But yeah, once she sees that her family gives her her own space, that's when she starts to warm up to the idea of moving in with the Casa Grandes. Because again, she, it's not like she didn't hate, she didn't hate her family. She just hated the idea of living with a crowded family and just like this, you know, loving and caring and always being there for her family. Like she just wasn't used to that, you know. Bobby and Maria really do care about her. I always say that. But because they weren't around as much, she wasn't used to the idea of having a family that was that was always going to be around. Because again, like, yeah, she had her mother and her brother, but she really didn't have anybody else besides that back in Royal Woods. And again, Lincoln was her only friend. Lincoln's her best friend. The only friend she ever made in Royal Woods. And that was it, because everybody thought that she was a bully. So now that she was like, oh, well, now I can move in with the Casagrandes. They actually do care about me. I could start my life over again. I could have a brand new life in the city. Maybe it's not going to be as bad as I thought, you know? And, like, Lincoln at the end was giving her advice. You know, he, she hugged him, which is such great character development. And, you know, he gave her the advice by saying, you know, you ever feel lonely, just talk to the audience. They've not yet done it all in the show. I, get, I don't know why they did that. Like, why would you set up her talking to the audience and yet she hasn't done that? Except the vlogs. I mean, the vlogs, I don't know if they're canon or not, but the vlogs are great. I'm going to talk about those later. But again, it's so nice to see the Lincoln giving her advice and be supportive of her in that way. And, you know, she does take his advice by giving talking to the audience. And she's like, you know, this is going to be a pretty wild adventure, but I'm up for it. Like, she's actually, you know, okay with the idea of living with the Casagrandes now. So again, this starts her care development of actually starting to care for her family. And then let's jump over to City Slickers in Season 3. So City Slickers, I think, is part of her actual care development when it comes to the spinoff. City Slickers is really the building block of the spinoff and into any care development she has in terms of the spinoff. Because Ronnie Ann starts lying about her life in the city. Like, she lies to her friends about where she's from. And Lincoln starts to realize that she's lying. And is like, why do you keep lying about her, your life? Like, why do you keep saying you're from the city when you're not? Are you ashamed about being from Royal Woods? Because Lincoln's, like, very suspicious about this. Because, like, if she's, a, if she's ashamed of being from Royal Woods, that means she's ashamed of having Lincoln as a best friend. Which, you know, they get into an argument about that. And he's like, you know what? I'll just go. Like, that's the first time he ever got upset at, like, anybody that wasn't his family where he, where he walked away and she was upset at herself because again he was gonna leave and she went and she went after him and she, and she was like Lincoln you can't leave and it's like again like you know they also apply that in horoscope where you know she's so afraid of losing Lincoln as a friend because again Lincoln was the first friend she ever made her entire life and somebody who outside of her family before she met her city friends and before she met Sid has been very supportive of her in her life. So to know that he would probably walk away from her for being a liar and basically being ashamed of being from Royal Woods and 
be ashamed of me him is something really harsh and it's something that would actually break her because again she loves Lincoln so much and to know that like she would uh, like she would lose him because of a lie is something awful so of course she went to go apologize she was like I didn't mean what I said before I do want you here but he doesn't understand why she would lie about her life and she was like I thought that maybe you know if I said that from the city I could fit in and Lincoln's like well if they're really your friends they like you for who you are not where you're from and again that's still the best uh quotes to some of the Rodney relationship is that Lincoln because Lincoln developed his feelings for Rodney and throughout the series you know he started the bomb and made his way to the top where you know he didn't like her in season one and saved the date and now they become best friends and he really started to develop more feelings for her in more of the romantic sense but that's for the Rodney kid episode but anyway but with Rodney and she finally learned that yeah she shouldn't lie about her life to her city friends so she goes to apologize to her city friends where you know she was like you I'm sorry I lied I'm sorry I lied and they're like oh no it's okay like we're we, we, it's fine you're not from the city you know we can still hang out and again like you friended she told Sid she's from Royal Woods she didn't lie about her life so she actually learned her lesson from uh from City Slickers because City Slickers again sets up the spinoff where we're in the city the city friends are there or the skater friends I keep saying city friends it's skater friends right the skater friends are there Nikki Casey Samir who are also in the spinoff now sits out there yet because she hasn't come until season four but we actually do set up the spinoff with all of this you know pre-established stuff and of course Ronnie and Lonnie about her life being from the being from the city not being from royal woods being ashamed of that but now saying that she's not ashamed of being there because again she tells sid in friend that she's from royal woods so she learned from lincoln not to be ashamed of herself not to be ashamed of being from royal woods because again one of her best friends is from there and her old life is from there even though she's in the city now where she can start a brand new life she could be a better person she could develop herself she can't hide her old self, you know, she can't hide from the truth, you know, she can't hide any of that pre-established stuff about herself. Because again, like, a jumping here, but the only time they ever really do reference Ronnie as a bully or just pulling pranks again recently was it Pranks for the Memories, where she was like, oh, like, uh, back in Royal Woods, I was a legendary pranker. And then you're a time they really haven't. I know in Custer Familiar Sounds, they talk about someone pulling a prank, but Ronnie like, now... I know it jumped me ahead, but now she's like, why would they, why would someone pull a prank like this? And I'm like, Roddy Ann, you used to do this, like, back in, like, Royal Woods. <laughs> why are you so shocked? <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm jumping, jumping ahead of myself. But yeah, City Slickers, again, the starting point of Roddy Ann's true character development when it comes to the spinoff. And let's jump over to Spies Who Love Me. So Spies Who Love Me is a continuation of Roddy Ann's family development with her feelings for her family. <laughs> So with Spies Who Me, Ronnie was basically trying to avoid her family being, you know, like, always there for her, being overprotective and things like that. You know, with the Casagrandes, they're this over-loving family that really cares about Ronnie and, and just wants to be there for her, but she was trying to push him away because, you know, back in Royal Woods, she was basically alone all the time, so she knew, like, where to go and what to do and things like that by herself. That's why she was like, you know, I'm used to going everywhere by myself. And they're like, no, but now you're in the city. It's a huge, big city. You don't know where you're going and things like that, you know? Which, you know, again, they're over-paranoid. I understand that. As someone, who's a, who, as someone who has overprotective parents, I know the exact feeling. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm on Ronnie Ann's side where I'm just like, guys, just give me some space, please. Like, I can handle myself. But, you know, 
this episode, Rodian had to learn that she has to learn to really just, you know, respect her family being there for her. Because, again, she wasn't used to having a family that was always there for her. Again, Bobby was working multiple jobs and Maria worked double shifts a day. So she barely saw her family for most of the time she did what she was grateful for seeing them. But now the Casagrandes are always around. They're always there. You know, they're always going to be watching her, protecting her, loving her, caring for her. She's not used to all this affection, you know. She's not used to that yet. So the idea of them just like being so worried about her, even though she's completely fine because she's done this stuff before, is something she needed to learn. She was like, oh, okay, well, I understand now that you guys are really just want to be there for me. It's all right, you know, but please just give me my space. I really just need some space. I can do stuff on my own. I'm okay. But, you know, I understand you guys love me and stuff. But again, in the spinoff, she learns to actually start caring about her family and learning to appreciate their love and affection for her because they, the Casagrandes really do love Ronnie Ann. She just hasn't learned how to, you know, appreciate that love back. I think with Ronnie Ann, she's still learning how to express love for family family members and friends, of course, like I talked about in the Roddy Kid episode. You know, we'll get to season four. She does a lot more with that, with showing more affection and love towards Sid and, of course, her family and then into Lincoln. So with this, you know, again, starting point for her developing feelings for her, her true development with her family and how much she's starting to really care about them. Even the last Thanksgiving, she's actually very supportive of the Casagrande family where she's like, you know, won't play loud, but never underestimate the Casagrandes. Like, she, you know, she's on their side. Like, she's really just supportive of her family, like, being there for them and cheering them on and things like that, you know, trying to stop Bobby from going over to the loud. She's like, see, big brother, everyone's so happy we're together again. Like, you know, they're all together and making plans and stuff. Like, she's just, like, so there with the family now. She's really started to warm up to the idea of living with a big family, and she even, like, you know, talks about that in the vlogs and things like that. So to see her, you know, being there with the Casagrandes family doing all this stuff to try to stop the louds from you know taking Bobby away you know she sees you see how supportive she is of her family now you know really just starting to blend in with the Casagrandes now she really does care about them but let's go into where Ronnie Ann's true care development starts for the tr for the spinoff which is season four so season four is where we again we get the setup for the spinoff which is going to be later on but but with season four we get the Casagrande art which is a bunch of episodes where we get to see the Casagrandes and Ronnie and Shine for the first time in a long time in the show where they finally get this focus and Ronnie and finally gets focus episodes because again Spies Alumni is her first focus episode for the show but now she gets actual focus episodes with the Casagrandes in their own arc and into the spinoff but the first episode that really touches upon her true care development when it comes to change comes to her change for the show and then in, into the spinoff, which is Friended. So in Friended, she meets Sid. And when she first meets Sid, you know, Rodney is actually very friendly with Sid. You know, she's kind of, you know, being very open with her, you know, excited to meet this new friend of hers. And Sid is just this open and happy and joyful little ball, cheerful ball of joy that, you know, you have to be nice to Sid because Sid is just so, you know, friendly and excitable and such. But, you know, again, Rodney is actually being very friendly to her. Like, you kind of just see how much her character has grown because 
she's actually making friends with other kids. Like, like in City Slickers, she had a group of friends, but like in Friended, we don't see them, so we don't know whether she met Sid first or her group of friends first. But I'm thinking maybe her group of friends weren't like really her best friends, you know? Like, they kind of live somewhere else in the city. I don't know where, they just kind of are there. So, you know, again, Ronnie was feeling very lonely. Like, at the beginning of the episode, she was talking to Lincoln over video chat, which was so sweet, because again, like, you know, they're still being friends and just talking from time to time. Like, in Spies Who Love Me, they do that too. Where Ronnie is video chat with Lincoln, like, I want the video chats of Ronnie Kid again. I'm sorry, bias for a second. But yeah, I just love those little video chats with them because again, their their relationship and their friendship is developing. Like, I know we got the B logs, but it's like, I just want to see that more on the show. But anyway, back to Friended. So with Friended, you see that Ronnie is starting to be a little lonely because she tells Lincoln that, like, oh, I thought I saw you the other day, but but it was just an old guy with white hair. Because, <laughs> you know, she, she misses Lincoln. She misses her best friend from Fort Woods, and she doesn't really have a best friend in the city that is, that is until she that is until she meets Sid and Sid you know her and Sid hit off really well and I think again the reason that Sid is just so not Sid the reason that Ronnie is so friendly with Sid is because she's had such a great relationship with Lincoln Lincoln's been such a supportive friend to her always talking to her always checking in on her always making sure she's okay he's like you know how's city life how's it going you know how, how are things like he's always checking in on her because he cares about her so now that he, she's had such a great relationship with him she could start actually having good relationships with other people, i.e. Sid. And you see how friendly she is with Sid. She tells Sid everything in this episode. You know, she tells her about her family life, her dad, where she's from. She says she's from Royal Woods. Like, she's not, she's not from the city. Sid's like, I can't believe you didn't grow up here. She's like, nope, I'm from Royal Woods. Like, character development. Hashtag character development. Yeah, and then she tell, talks about her dad being from Peru which dates this very well. <laughs> it's like, that didn't age well. I'm just kidding. But yeah, like, yeah, she tells about her dad, which, you know, that it's a very touchy subject for her because her parents are split up. They're canonically split up in the show. So it's not easy for her to talk about her dad because, you know, she talks about, she talks to her dad on video chat before he came, before he moves to the city. But, you know, once, when he lived in Peru, it wasn't easy for her to talk to him from time to time, you know, because I always, you know, assume that her bent up anger towards, you know, like, putting her anger out on other people was because of her dad, and again, Operation Dad will, you know, make that canon, but again, she's so friendly to Sin and open to Sin because, again, she's had such a great relationship with Lincoln, and now she's in the city where she can start her life over again and actually become a better person because she's had such a great experience with now, you know, like, again, with Lincoln coming into her life and making her, and, and with Lincoln coming into her life and showing her how to be a better person because he's been such a great friend to her, now she can be a great friend to someone else, i.e. Sid. So she's so determined that Sid in the apartment building, because if Sid moves, they'll be neighbors and they can be best friends, even best friends, you know, so she's so, so determined to keep Sid around. And you, again, that determination is, again, character development, because she's never really been so determined to have someone in her life as much as Sid now, you know, like, she's, like, really just ready to have a best friend in the city and gets all of her cousins to help her with this plan, you know, because they're like, yeah, we want the Changs to move in, that eventually, you know, Sid does move in and it starts, you know, that arc with, you know, Sid and, Sid and Ronnie and becoming best friends, of course. So, again, she starts to show that she cares about someone else. Someone that she just she just met today and she's like, yeah, I want to be friends with that girl. Because, <laughs> you know, again, it's Sid. Sid is wonderful. Uh, who, who wouldn't want to be friends with Sid? But, again, even in this episode, 
she goes to apologize to Rosa for wrecking the apartment building to, to scare people off. And she was like, you know, I'm sorry for wrecking the place. She took responsibility, too. She It showed that Ronnie can be responsible and apologize and be like, I'm the one who caused this. And she, again, she's done that in some of the episodes like Lucha Fever where she apologized to Rosa, you know, faking sick, of course. So Ronnie and Ken, you know, clean up her messes and take responsibility for her actions and things like that. Because again, like, you know, she really was so determined to keep Sid around, she would do anything, even destroy the apartment building for everybody else to leave, so Sid would stay. But now that she has a best friend in the city, which is Sid, of course, you know, they've had a lot of adventures together, and their relationship, of course, is very adorable, like Two of Clubs. I think Two of Clubs is a great um, example of the Sid and Ronnie relationship, where, you know, you see that Ronnie really cares about Sid, like, she's just, like, so worried about her, and wants her and, uh, you know, wants her and Sid to have a great time together, to find a club where they can, you know, spend time together and do stuff together after school. But, like, even at the Lucha Libre Club, where, where you know, Sid is getting, like, beat up, but Ronnie, like, is like, no, Sid, no, and goes after her, and, you know, is worried about her, is like, you know, it's okay if you don't like the Lucha Libre Club, and, you know, the two are just so, like, great together that I just love Sid and Ronnie and so much, and, again, seeing that Ronnie really cares about Sid as her best friend, like, it just shows how much her character has grown because she actually does care about one of her friends so much, and especially the other episode, um, the other episode, uh, the other um, example of that of horoscope again, where I talked about in the Roddy Kid episode, where you know Roddy finally says my friend Lincoln for the first time in the show. Where again, I you know kind of mentioned where you know Lincoln and Roddy are friends, but they never call each other my friend or say fr we're friends or whatever. You know, they, they, they never done that. So now Roddy was like telling said my friend Lincoln's here, and I'm pretty sure he's about to tell me he loves me. If Lincoln tells me he likes me, it'll ruin our friendship. You know, like she's just so worried about ruining her friendship with Lincoln because. She screwed up once in City Slickers, you know? Like, she almost lost him. He, he almost walked away and left the city, and she got upset, and he, she had to run after him and apologize to him because he got upset at her for lying. So, she's so afraid of ruining her friendship with Lincoln. Because Lincoln means so much to her. Because, again, Sid is her best friend in the city, and she really does care about Sid. But Lincoln was the first friend she ever made, and Lincoln's her best friend in Royal Woods. She has two best friends. She even says this in the episode where she's like, my two best buds have finally met. She sees both of them as her best friends. And again, Lincoln's so special to her because she has she has true feelings for him. She does have romance. She does have feelings for him. But like when she tried to give the advice to Rusty, she's like, maybe he should stuff those feelings deep down inside and not make things weird. Again, because she's doing that herself. <laughs> you know, she's so trying so hard not to give up those vibes of you know, showing affection to Lincoln because she's afraid of giving off the wrong impression to him. Because, you know, you know she's shown, like, such a uh, great affection to Sid and her friends and stuff. But Lincoln is a little hard because, again, like, she has those, she has feelings for him, but she's just so afraid of ruining her friendship with him because they don't, she doesn't want, she doesn't want them to screw up what they have that's so special right now. But, you know, when she hugged him at the end, great, great care development where she's like, I'm so glad we're still friends. And he's like, of course, why wouldn't we be, you know? It's so wonderful and I just want to see more of that. I want to see more of Ronnie's developing feelings for Lincoln in that way where, you know, again, she really values him as a best friend, but we also see more of that, you know, development with her feelings for him, like in Horoscope. Because even the vlogs, the vlogs, you know, she's supportive of him in the vlogs because, like, in the, um, and the Spanish one where she's helping him with the Spanish test, you know, she's like, you're gonna ace this test, Lincoln, you're gonna do it, like, she's just there to support him, and then, like, he's like, oh, I did grant the test, she's like, yay, congratulations, Lincoln, like, she's just so supportive of 
them now. I think it's so wonderful. Like, the vlogs have such great character development when it comes to the Lincoln and Rodney relationship, which I didn't talk about in the Rodney episode because they weren't out yet. <laughs> they weren't made during that time, so it was just funny I had that episode, like, premiere, like, maybe a couple days after that came out, so, no, it was a couple days before that came out, so I was like, huh, good timing, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, the vlogs have really just developed their friendship so much, like, just seeing Rodian really cares about Lincoln, supportive of him. She was the one, she picked him to be her co-host, like, she could have picked Sid, she could have picked anybody to be her co-host, but no, she picked Lincoln. I know on the uh, podcast, she kind of, she picked Sergio for the first episode, and Carl and some other, but that's just Casa Grande's. But with the vlogs, she picked Lincoln, she could have just done it herself, but she's like, no, I'll have Lincoln be my co-host. Like, that's just so nice that she did that, because, you know... I think it's I think it's because like it, with the events of Horoscope, she wants to get to know Lincoln more because like I know they're best friends, but like you know we don't really see them like really talk much in the show. We don't really see a lot of their interactions much in the show because again, Ronnie wasn't really a um, you know like a character they really cared about during those times with Lincoln much. But now that she has her own show, we want to see more of that. You know, like just a spoiler alert. I'm talking about this episode later on. Um, with a friend of mine during episode 17, but Lori's coming back in the second cameo for one of those episodes coming out. Uh, uh, I think it's the bird has flown. She's making her second cameo, and I'm like, where's Lincoln's second cameo, Casagrandes? Come on! <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. But again, like, I, I just love the vlogs because, again, they're showing that, again, Ronnie really does love spending time with Lincoln and hanging out with him and just talking. Those two just talk and such, and it's just so great seeing their character development with that. But we want in the actual show, okay, guys? You hear what's Casagrandes? We're still begging for it. We're begging for it. We're pleading for it. You know, we want to see Ronnie and feelings. We're like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, anyway, so let's talk about some other care development when it comes to Ronnie and... <laughs> Let's talk about the episode R in the Family, which I think is one of her best shining moments when it comes to character development. Because in that episode, she wants CJ to go to be in this pirate show that he really wants to be in. Because he's always wanted to be the captain in this pirate show he loves. But then, of course, you know, he never gets picked. And then this one kid who is voiced by Sprig from Amphibia <laughs> gets really annoying. And we all hate that kid. But Ronnie and really stands up for CJ. And she's like, that's not fair. That kid cheated. Like, that part, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like... Look at that character development. Roddy is standing up for CJ. Like, she's just so determined to get CJ in this play that he wants to be in. And she's like, no, CJ must be the captain. No, CJ must do this. CJ has to raise the flag. Like, she's just, like, so supportive of CJ in this episode. Like, I love her and Carl. Like, I think Roddy and Carl's one of my favorite pairings. But her and CJ is so underrated. They're so adorable together in this episode. R and the Family is one of my favorite episodes. Just because, again, of Roddy and character development. How much she really cares about her family especially CJ, because when CJ gets upset about not being in the show, again, she's like, that's not fair! He cheated! Like, he, <laughs> even though it's a little immature, he's like, yeah, he cheated! She just, she stood up for CJ. Like, she was like, oh, it's the pirate show, CJ's dream, he has to be in the show. Like, she's just so caring towards CJ and really wants to be, wants him to be in the show. And of course, again, she's like very supportive of him being in the show and be like, go CJ, you know? Like, she loves CJ so much and I'm so happy to see that support supportive side of her, again, caring about her friends, but also caring about her family, too. 
like seeing again her character growth when it comes to loving her family is so awesome to see how much she loves her family now. And then stress test, Roddy is actually the one that comes up with the idea at the end of the episode for Bobby to take the test in the little mini Mercado. Like she's very supportive of Bobby too, you know, because he's like complaining about how he can't take this test and he's just so worried about it and she's like trying to figure out like why he can't take this test but yet remembers everything in the Mercado and she's like, wait, I know what to do and makes a mini Mercado. Like I love the relationship between Roddy and Bobby. They're like one of the best sibling relationships. Like with the Loud House, there is some really good sibling relationships. I agree on that. But, but when you only have like the Casagrandes where Roddy and Bobby are just, you know, they're siblings and they only had like a brother and a sister and they're together like mostly all the time. I just love their relationship so much. I love seeing them together. I just love seeing them talking or just interacting or bonding and such. Like I remember the My Bobby and Me comic from Legal Casa Loud where it's just them like hanging out for the day. I want a whole episode of that. Like why, why can't we get that episode in the show? But again, seeing them together in the show and seeing that Bobby and Ryan have this great relationship with the brother and sister is wonderful but like as I've mentioned before I really do want them to actually just talk about Lori and Lincoln together like please one day <laughs> one day I want Ryan to go to Bobby and be like oh Bobby you know I sort of kind of have feelings for Lincoln is that okay Bobby's like yes <laughs> I do <knew> it <laughs> I'm just kidding I, I know Roddy can have a sibling when you talk about Roddy it's hard not to talk about Roddy kid for me but anyway but yeah I, I love Roddy and Bobby their brother and sister relationship is great I want to see more of that in the show especially Roddy and you know supporting Bobby like I just love that stress test where she's the one that comes up with the idea for the mini Mercado so she can take a test. There's also the episode Vacation Days where she gets to spend the day with Maria. And, you know, in this episode, you see how Ronnie is so determined to spend time with her mom because this is the one time that she has, she has a day off and she has to get to spend time with her mother. Because, again, back in Royal Woods, she didn't have time to spend with her mother. Her mother was working double shifts a day and barely got to see, like, her daughter. So now she gets the one day to spend time with her. It's something that Ronnie and treasures. But in this episode, you know, her family is, like, really just distracting Maria from doing the things she wants to do. And eventually they get lost and... And they're like confused about where they're from but then Ronian has to realize that you know Maria is working sh like really late shifts and she's still tired and Maria is like well I know you wanted to spend time with me but I'm so tired and Ronian understands that and lets Maria sleep like that episode is really good but just seeing that Ronian again cares about her mother and is okay with her mother you know not really having days off and you know they can still spend time together but you know Ronian decided to go to the hospital with Maria and go see the uh I guess the tool or whatever it was, you know, like the screwdriver or something that was in the patient's stomach. But yeah, that was just really good. And I know I glossed over the arc, but there are a lot of episodes of the arc. And the one episode I'm remembering now is Role Model with Carl. Because again, I talked about Ronnie and then Carl. They're my favorite pairing when it comes to the Casagrande pairs. You know, like the cousin pairs. I love Ronnie and then Carl. But Role Model to me is a great episode where Ronnie starts to appreciate her family in the starting point. Where, you know, Carl was, you know, starting to praise Ronnie and start to idolize her like his like uh, his favorite superhero, but then, you know, Ronnie starts to get a little annoyed by by the idea of of Carl following her around and, you know, like, idolizing her and things like that. And this is until Bobby tells her that when she was Carl's age, or even her dad tells her this too, but mostly Bobby, tells her that when she was his age, she followed Bobby around. She did everything that he did and followed his footsteps and, you know, wanted to be just like him. And again, it's another special character, it's like a special moment between her and Bobby, you know, like a moment where she starts to realize that, wait, I'm like Carl too, where I idolized you when I was younger. And she was like, wow, 
wow, I can't believe I was such a pest. <laughs> but she starts to appreciate Carl idolizing her. Even at, the, even at the end of the episode, he was like, oh, well, now I'm idolizing Par, the delivery man now. But, you know, like, because Carl's a kid, you know, kids don't really know better. And when they see, like, some, like an adult or someone who's older than them doing something that's so cool, they start to idolize them and want to be just like them. We were all like that when we were younger. Because, again, Carl's, Carl's eight, yeah, so he's still a kid. And Ronnie and didn't really know she had to take on this big sister role because she still wasn't used to the idea of, like, living with the Castagrandes and being like, I have to be the big sister now? You know, Bobby was always the big brother to me. I actually have to take on a big sister role and it's like, oh, Ronnie, and just wait till you become a loud family member. <laughs> then you have to become, like, a, a big sister to, like, what is it, Lucy... Lana, Lola, Lisa, Lily's like five, five siblings. Yeah, but anyway, but uh, I digress. But anyway, but yeah, I just love that with Carl. Like, you know, Romal is my favorite episode from the arc. And just again, seeing that she's starting to appreciate her family is just like, yeah, Carl, you can't idolize me now. You can't follow me around. I need to appreciate that and take on this big sister role. And then let's talk about Operation Dad, where a lot of my headcanons or puts a test when it comes to this episode. So I always, uh, like I said before, I always assume that like, the reason that Ronnie Ann was a little bit angry and upset in season one was because her dad was in Peru. And even this episode kind of implies that when Ronnie Ann's like throwing the ball at the wall where she's like, you know, um, he cares about his patients, but Bobby and I need him too. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, there's that season one anger. It's coming back. <laughs> but it's only like for a minute where it's like, oh, we could have had so much more with that. That was a missed opportunity. But yeah, like you see that where she's upset at her dad caring about her patient, caring about his patients versus caring about Bobby and her. And it's like, yeah, that she, he, she definitely has some anger towards her dad being in Peru because she was so determined, again, so determined to have her dad stay in the city because you know, he's here now and it's like, why can't you just move in and be with us now after being gone for two years? And she still has that anger towards him being gone, even if she doesn't realize it, you know? She's like, oh, it's fine that they're split up, but in reality, she was upset that her dad was always in Peru and just caring about other people versus caring about his family, you know, being gone for two years. And that's why she thinks that her and Bobby need him. <laughs> Which obviously Sid tells her, like, you guys are doing so great now. Like, why do you need your dad, you know? Like, you're in the city, you're doing wonderful now. Like, yeah, like, like I've said before, the city really has helped Ronnie in become a better person. She's really changed her life around. She has Sid, her city friends, a lovely family, a great place to stay. Why does she need her dad? But again, yeah, the episode, I still say that her dad staying is because that he needs his family more than they need him. So with that, but you know, Ronnie learns that she shouldn't be selfish because she was so determined to have him around to the point where she becomes a rebel to keep her dad around. And he's like, yeah, I'll stay. But then like she sees all the letters as like, you should go back to Peru. And it's a really sweet thing for her to learn. That's like, even though I want you here, I'm fine. I have friends and family who really do care about me. And that's true. But you know, again, Arturo does stay, which again, not the best ending. It really was like, oh, well, Ronnie and got what she wanted in the end. But again, she had to learn not to be selfish to keep him by forcing him to stay. You know, again, it was his decision on his end versus, you know, Ronnie and forcing him where she finally apologized to her dad for forcing him to stay. He was like, no, I'll stay because I want to be here with my family because I really do miss you guys after being gone for two years. And I still think we'll get stories about Arturo being a better father to Bobby and Ronnie and, 
which again in the episode way game when I talk about more with my uh, my friend on episode 17 I'm gonna go more into depth in that which again we do see Arturo spending time with Bobby and Ronnie and because Operation Dad was mostly about Ronnie and spending time with her dad but again seeing that they are spending time with him and getting closer again after him he was gone for two years it's nice to see that Ronnie and Bobby are really bonding with their dad now and have no hard feelings towards him and again he's here now so they want to enjoy that as much as possible because Rosie was like why are they leaving so much and it's like because they haven't seen their dad in two years Rosa <laughs> excuse me like you were the one that lit five candles and had a soft like printed to the door for him to stay and you're like why are they leaving for the weekend because they want to see their dad Rosa <laughs> I know I'm gonna talk about this later like with that episode but yeah it's like of course they want to see their dad it's been gone for two years and again with Operation Dad like we had that moment where she was upset about you know her dad caring about her his patients versus caring about her and Bobby but again she had Moranian had to learn not to be selfish and you know really she really does care about her dad but really had to learn not to force him to stay which again he stayed for his own turn but I also do want to point out how, again, Ronian has become a very responsible, strong character in the Casagrandes, but the flea market, it does confirm that Ronian still can be very childish. <laughs> now, I know a lot of people are a little, like, eh about her character characterization in flea market, and I also do agree, but again, like, a kind of someone my Nat has said this about Lincoln and I agree on this is how again Ronnie and back in Royal Woods did have to take on all this responsibility because again Bobby worked so many jobs and Maria worked double shifts a day that she was all since so she was doing so much work that she you know had to take on a responsible leader role you know now that she's with the Casa Grandes and most of the, of the you know family members are adults she doesn't really have to care about doing responsibility anymore. Like, you know, she is very responsible, but she can be a kid again. She doesn't have to take on so much responsibility. She can act childish. Like, she can still be a kid. Because, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, Ronnie's 11 years old. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, she's supposed to be a kid, right? Because, like, you see all these episodes with her being focused where, you know, she's, like, being responsible, being mature, being anxious, things like that, you know? And it's like, oh, well, you know, she actually is a kid. <laughs> So when you see her like, acting childish, it's a little, like, it kind of throws you off because it's like, one minute in Operation Dad, she's straight-A student, and the next, right in the piñata. <laughs> it's like, that's a straight-A student. If I see one, you're a nerd straight-A student, right in the piñata. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It's, it's like, Ronnie and Santiago, straight-A student, but also right in the piñata. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about the whole, like, straight-A student nerd thing. Like, I'm still a little conflicted on that because I'm happy that Ronnie and is getting great, uh, great, is getting is doing great in school and want a spelling bee but calling her a nerd is a little too far I would say she's not a nerd <laughs> she's absolutely not a nerd she, I mean she can be smart and have honors classes which how can Ronnie and Santiago at 11 years old have honors classes I mean was honors classes even a thing in elementary school because I, I know they're in fifth grade, but still in elementary school. When I was in elementary school at that age, which again, like, I, my school was K to 4 in elementary school. But, like, when I was in middle school, we didn't have honors classes. And even if we did, it was junior high. And when we did, I was only in college prep. I don't know how she can make it to honors classes, like... I can't believe one of my favorite characters is smarter than me. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. But again, it's like, yeah, like, again, like, you see that, like... Really, Ronnie has gone through a lot of development. Like, she's gone through so much growth throughout 
So, so you see that Ronnie has go, gone through so much throughout these shows. Going for, from a side character who started out as a bully that eventually made her way into becoming less of that. Then becoming an actual good friend to Lincoln. Then going from there and actually having a larger family. Then going up and then actually meeting Sid and then her city friends. And now has developed and is you know, in the city and has this huge family and her friends and her father now. There's just so much that Ronian has gone through to make it from, you know, minor character to main character. And I hope that, you know, with Casagrandes and now with season two, again, I'll talk about that in the, in the other episode, we will see more of Ronian growing as a character because, again, her development is so fascinating to me. See, again, she's gone from a bully to a great developed character like it's just so wonderful seeing this strong character who's you know like she's strong and she's a great skater and she's so lovable and sweet and kind and funny and sassy and just awesome like I love Ronnie and Santiago so much and I want everybody to see why Ronnie is such a great developed character and why she's gone through so much development so thank you all for listening to my rant on Ronnie and Santiago and why I think she's the best developed character in the Loud House franchise if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me or even discuss Ronnie and Santiago with me because I love talking about Ronnie and <laughs> you can contact me over at Exciting Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Casa Grande Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Casa Grande Chats.